Hello, and welcome back to For Me, the podcast. Um, Welcome back. I took a little break last week for Thanksgiving and also because I didn't have any guests the two weeks before. So three weeks of no guests, that would have been sad. But we're back, baby. And today we have a very special guest. She's a former former Trebles leader, um, a current Tamperitzen. She is my dear friend. Carmen, woo, Carmen. Hi, I'm super excited to be on the podcast today. Thank you for coming on. And at such short notice too. Oh, well, you know. We make things happen. It's a drop of a hat. If if Griffin needs me, I'm here. (laughs) Yeah, very much. So um, I feel like we should talk about, first, since you're a new, new guest on the pod, we need to talk about how we met. Naturally. So we met um, at, in the illustrious acapella singing group, the student-run com- competitive acapella singing group known as the Seamless Out Troubles. Yeah, Griffin, correct me if I'm wrong, but whenever you first auditioned, that was when we started, except we like had auditions in like May. Mm-hmm. go the May like end of your eighth grade year and so we were together all summer correct yes that is true you know and sometimes I really can't even think like comprehend the fact that that was the first time I met you because something feels like <laughs> I knew you longer Me- I don't know if you and Lena were friends before no (laughs) you weren't i mean like i mean like you probably knew maybe of me because bailey talks about me yeah you went to the same dance school but other than that yeah for the listeners um griffin is very close friends with miss bailey goldvash who i she has been also on the pod you wouldn't know but she's been on (laughs) yeah bailey and i danced together for also, a few years. Also banned. Yeah. Yeah, maybe, you know what? I probably knew you from whenever we performed at St. Sylvester's. And <laughs> you were just sitting in the crowd taking it all in. I almost would have performed with you, but I quit band after like two weeks, so. What did you play? Flute. Yeah. You quit flute? Yes. No way. I literally quit band because I didn't like missing class for it. (laughs) I loved missing class for it. I know. Like, the way that I was so mad because I was like, I don't want to miss, like, I'm going to be behind and it's all just to play the stupid flute. I don't want to do this. Also, he would always say like, oh, well, clarinet's easy at the beginning and gets harder, but flute's hard at the beginning and gets easier. But I don't even know if that's true. It is true. Because it takes, with the flute, it takes a long time to establish, like, the embouchure you need. Yes, exactly. And so there were a good few weeks where I was just going at it and not a single sound was coming (laughs) out. And I don't know how I had the determination to keep going, (laughs) but I did. And you were bigger. Flute's putting me through college. <laughs> yeah, we'll get to that. But like, you really, um, you, uh, you, do you play other instruments? You can play the piano. I play the piano. 
I know how to play piccolo. Uh-huh. Um, but I haven't played that since senior year. So I don't know how that's looking. Also, new development on the instrument front. I think I am going to be getting a violin for Christmas, possibly. That's exciting. So, I also played violin for a while. Really? Yeah. I've always wanted to play violin and I like never have. And I mentioned something to Lena about it, that like, I'd really love to learn to play violin. And she texted me uh, like two weeks ago about it. And she was like, I may have put in a good word with Santa for the <laughs> violin. And you can get like cheap yeah. practice violins for like $50, you know, I don't need anything mm -hmm. professional grade, but just something to learn on, you know? Yeah, um, violin is fun. I mean, I did it when I was so young, but like, you feel cute while you play it. Yeah, I feel like that's part of the draw is I see people playing violin and it's such an interesting, like looking thing to play. And it's so like elegant. It's so elegant. I don't get that same feeling of elegance playing the flute. Well, yeah, you're like fighting for your life, trying to breathe. <laughs> exactly. But it can't be as bad as like trumpet. Oh no, those girls are in the trenches. <laughs> They're literally in the trenches. Trumpet girls, cheeks puffed, blowing every <laughs> ounce of air out of their lungs. <laughs> They're trying so hard to throw it. <laughs> the trombone girls, oh, they're trying, they're doing their best. They, oh gosh. I don't even know a single girl who plays trombone. I think I do, but we're not gonna name drop random people on the pod, <laughs> but. Oh my gosh, never mind. Okay. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you know. <laughs> that like took me a minute. All I could think of was like Zach Foligno and Henry Metzger. Big trombone boys. Big trombone boys. But no, um, yeah, when I think, I think part of flute also is that I was like, I don't even, like, this is so, I hate doing all this breathing, like all the, <laughs> like, I hated that. That's why I think violin, I didn't really quit, just the place I went closed and I didn't feel like finding a new place to learn it. Uh-huh. But violin, I think that would be fun for you. You also like are in general, like, musically talented so that makes sense oh thanks i um i've heard, been told that violin is similar to flute in that it's really hard at the beginning mm. to learn but you know i've been through it before and so the the start of any string instrument is just your fingers hurting really bad yeah it's hurt <laughs> yeah. but yeah so let's talk about um well, first music thing, let's just talk about Trebles, because that is how we met. Um, okay. I don't remember, I don't remember, like, the first time of us meeting. Were I you, don't you were really either. part of auditions, right? Since you were Yeah. I sat in on auditions. So I watched your audition, definitely. I have little memory of it, I'll be honest. That's fine. Um, so I guess maybe like our first time actually like meeting and interacting was probably like a rehearsal after. The first time, um, the first memory I think I have of you, which you don't even remember doing this, is whenever you, we were at Emily Grundle's house and you did a somersault. And then whenever <laughs> you're going to stand out of it, you just kicked Connie in the back of both of her knees. 
<laughs> and she just kind of buckled because <laughs> you were like, going, you know, you go out summer song, you just go to like stand up out of it. Yeah. You were going to do that, but instead you just kicked her in the backs of the knees and she just sort of I don't Yeah, it was very chaotic. And but I was like a leader in the group at that point, yeah, too. Literally. Like, I wasn't just some random. You were, you were like third in charge <laughs> at that time. You were taking people out left and right. But. Yeah. So, so yeah, we had one um, one fine year in troubles together. Just one, unfortunately. Just one, unfortunately. Um, then we had a summer where I was baritone section leader by default. I'll admit, I was the only one. The rest of the baritone section quit. Which was. Oh, are we not name dropping on the pod? I mean, I mean, they're not going to listen to it. I mean, it's not anything bad. It was, it was Nick and Nistel. Both. Oh, barely. oh my gosh! Yeah. They like, yeah. Barely, they were barely there to begin with. Yeah. So like, I was really like by myself for most of it, and mm-hmm. and Zach should have been a baritone, but he was in bass at first. They had him all over. He was a tenor at one point, too. I don't know how that happened. I don't know either. They moved that man to every section. But they literally moved him from, like, bass to tenor. <laughs> they just skipped the middle one. But, yeah, I was baritone section leader. And then um, the tragedy struck. And then that's when... And that's when... Yeah, that is when tragedy struck. And there was um, auditions for um your sophomore year which honestly i was was thinking which i was told not to go to are we frozen you shouldn't have needed to audition yeah i shouldn't have so this is very much could be my fault (laughs) There was, um, there was, there was like, there was too many cooks in the kitchen, I think. It was just a real issue. There was was far too many cooks in the kitchen. And, you know, I think especially there at the beginning of my reign. You were afraid to really. I was heavily, heavily overpowered by other people. Yeah. that were like in leadership positions and it wasn't until I'm like a little bit later that I was finally able to be like you know what no the end of the dynasty this is <laughs> this is the end of democracy and <laughs> yeah, literally you had to and, you know I wish I was able to have that kind of power to stand up sooner but yeah. I didn't but also because like I, there were so many people that I think were done wrong in that whole audition process including you but also, so, like, now that I look back, like, obviously at the time I was just mad. But I would I would be, if it happened to me today, I would still be mad. It's just that, like, looking back on yeah. it now, like, I'm like, I mean, I probably, I was, I wasn't, like, as strong as some of the other people. I mean, like, I didn't send my voice memos or anything. <laughs> like, I didn't know. Yeah, but that, I mean, that. I don't know. Um, there was something else I was going to say. 
But I Honestly, think, I, should been, I should have been there for team morale. Like low key, I think um, you kind of dodged a bullet and got out when you did. <laughs> yeah. You know, because yeah. the year after that year, like your junior year, and I think your senior year, I don't even know what was going on. I think I would have quit then if I didn't quit when I did. Yeah. Except I think I would have, I definitely would have been too far in because I probably, I don't know, I would have been too far in there. I would have been either leader or co-leader. Co-leader, yeah. Like, which would have been a mess for me. But the way that we reconciled that whole thing was that I accidentally sat next to you in the auditorium. And then I said, oh, and then we just started talking again. Yeah, I think I kind of, I don't even remember. Um, I knew that you were upset, I think. But then when you sat next to me in the auditorium, I didn't realize it was accidental. And so I was like, oh my gosh, maybe Griffin like wants to talk to me again. And so I just kind of acted normal. And then so did you. And so then that was like that. Then we just were like, okay, I guess this is fine anymore. I mean, I wasn't that mad at that point. Um, I mean, I quit. There was nothing to be mad at anymore. I just left. So it wasn't like I was actively being inconvenienced by it. But what was your, in all your years, what was your favorite Trebles memory? My favorite Trebles memory, that? You see, I think mine is just, my favorite Trebles memories were all from the summer before my freshman year. Before that was we had a good time. Anything. <laughs> like that, everything was just fun. There was so much promise. Kaylin had just left. Yeah. <laughs> I, feel so like, <laughs> I feel like my sophomore year, it was at some point in there, like there was, there was like, this period of time during my sophomore year, I was just like riding this high. I was in trebles. I was so happy to be there. I was, you know what? I was dating Grace and Kisker <laughs> at the time. I thought my life couldn't get any better, you know? <laughs> and and you were- <laughs> so, just like I think generally that period was pretty fun and it was also nice because this is another reason why I'm saying my sophomore year as opposed to my junior or senior years is because I wasn't like in a leadership position I had little to no responsibility yeah that's what it's in the group, like I just had to show up and hang out with my friends and kind of pay attention <laughs> yeah my senior year was very very stressful and i did not really enjoy it so much (laughs) you had to organize you had to somehow get like 30 theater kids to cooperate with you yeah junior year i was trying to like kind of be a leader like make my way in there as a leader and you were called a bitch for it in front of in front of literally the entire group, which is fun. Yeah, it, it was super fun. Couldn't even really apologize for like doing that. Yeah, 
which is and he eventually did but it was just like you humiliated me in front of an entire group of people i'm supposed to kind of be like leading if you disrespect <laughs> me like that that tells everyone else there that they can also do that you know yeah the way that my my computer was connected to the wrong wi-fi so um anyways apologies to anyone who maybe just heard static on the recording i probably won't edit it out i hate to say it <laughs> i'm probably just gonna leave that in so just skip through that it's fine um it adds character what was your favorite song we did for troubles or you mm-hmm. ever i i mean personally i'm a fan of <laughs> crazy which was famously written by a trouble famously written performed and made famous (laughs) by troubles yeah um i that's a tough one because i feel like there's like some songs that i don't even remember us that doing that were like good ones like my senior year there was a song that we did we learned it for the rebel jam it was called like Paris by Magic Man. Mm. Pa- not Paris by 1975, Paris by Magic Man. Okay. And um, that one was a good one, except I auditioned for the solo for it and didn't get it, which always, was kind of disrespectful. That always kind of ruins it. That's me. In with, my, if what? I would have gotten the solo, then um, that one Bruno Mars would have been my favorite. Wait, which Bruno Mars one? Uh, I don't even remember. Wait, was it the one that was like a mashup with a Sam Smith song? Yes. Yes, it was. I think I arranged that. I don't know what was going on in that song. <laughs> I auditioned for it. That's all I remember. Um. I am. We all hated it so much now, but, once in, but honestly, I kind of like the Dog Days mashup. Oh, I I love the Dog Days mashup. It was everyone, so fun. Everyone hated the feel again part. <laughs> mm-hmm. Which I always felt so bad. I need to get, <laughs> I should get Julia Hamilton on the pod. Um, shout out to Julia Hamilton, miss her. But I remember she always feels so bad about, because everyone would be like, I fucking hate this song. I fucking hate it. Not the dog days part. Just feel again. I hate it. And that was literally her solo. That was her solo. She's like, does Who's everyone saying... just hate me? <laughs> Who's saying dog days? Was it Sarah? Yeah. Okay. True. Who, yeah. Who was going to compare? Yeah. I'm sorry. You know, you know what's actually super disrespectful? Emma, and this isn't even about me, but I'm going to speak on it anyway because I feel so strongly. <laughs> yeah. Your ju- I get. I think it was your junior year, mm-hmm. her senior year. I was already out of. The there was a Florence song that she didn't get the solo for. That they gave to someone. Someone. Yeah. Absolutely it doesn't, disrespectful. It doesn't, it doesn't matter who they gave it to. Like that's not, not relevant. It's just that they didn't give it to her. For yeah, all exactly. Our, for all of our listeners at home, um, Sarah Martino, lover. Um, she first of all is. Re- ridiculously good yes like was by far one of the best one like best people in the group 
Like Yeah, like I think all her four years too. Like even yeah. when she first started in the group, she got that solo as a freshman. So like that has to say something and to then, her talent. And then, but she also quite literally sounds like Florence. Yes. Like, she is, has that, like she really- sounds like, She sounds like both Florence and the machine. Yes, <laughs> she does. Know? Like, and so it's just so criminal to do a Florence song and then be like, you're not getting it, Sarah. Like, it was just, a, I think it was literally just a slap in the face. It was, and I think it was intentional. I think it was intentional too. <laughs> that's a, that's like, that would have been like if we did the, um, the panic song and then didn't give it to Zach fully note. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> like, Wait, what panic song did we do? I forget. Um... <laughs> what was it? Should I text him? No, <laughs> it's, not, it's not that important. Um, it's one of the, like, it's a really popular song. I it's think. like one of their most, this is gospel. It's this is gospel. This, oh, oh my gosh. <laughs> yeah, it's like if we did This Is Gospel and then didn't give the solo to him, what would we be doing? Yeah, exactly. It's like that. And especially like, I don't know. Maybe let's just leave it at that. Yeah. I think I'm not going to speak on it anymore. <laughs> Remember when you had to when you had to do the Somebody That I Used To Know solo? Yes. Which was not... <laughs> so for everyone listening, Somebody that I used to know was like, it's like, it was the Trouble's signature song, basically. Mm -hmm. We had one song to sing. We only had time for one. That was one we always went to. Um, it was. And the solo for that song, somehow, some for some reason, was just passed down through the leaders of the group. What happened it, was like, Kaylin genuinely got it. She, yeah. Then Bridget genuinely auditioned for it and got it. And then they were like, yeah, well, Carmen, you get it now. <laughs> yeah, I remember Bridget just saying to me like, okay, Carmen, this is your solo now. And you said, I'm Why? giving it to you. And that yeah. was the end of it. <laughs> okay. I don't know what happened after me though. I don't know if Kelly got it. I don't know. It's like, I mean, the rest of you were all Sopranos. Yeah. So what happens if what happens if there was ever a um, an alto leader? They just can't sing it. Oh no. But I don't know. Um, but yeah, we're we maybe we should talk also a little bit about just all the shows that we've been in together. Um, <gasps> okay. Good and the bad. Um, our first show together, you um, was. It was Get Smart. I kind of don't want to mention what your part in that was. Listen, Miss Jen, <laughs> Miss Jen crossed a lot of lines because you know what we did before Get Smart? It was even yes. worse. Yeah, you did Midsummer Night's Dream, but as the Day of the Dead play, <laughs> and you all wore Sugar Skull makeup. Yes. <laughs> so I feel like my little role for like, like I was 
in that costume, <laughs> in that it. specific role for like two whole minutes, <laughs> wasn't as bad as the entire previous yeah. play just being yeah. cultural appropriation. Um, you For a brief moment, you cosplayed an Asian woman. <laughs> an Asian woman, yes. Yes. You know? I, and we did change the script, though. Because remember, I think it initially said three Chinese women, but we just changed it to three waitresses because mm. none of you were Chinese. No. So um, then if it was just three waitresses, why are we still in I don't the, know. Like Asian costumes? That could have like, been taken out completely. Like very much. It could have. They could have just put you in waiter outfits at that point. They, you, they you, so could have, have. you could have had white shirts and black pants. And they said, but Jen said, no. Let's, let's, spice let's just up. do something here. Because like, that whole part of the original script is like, there's like three, it's supposed to be played by three Chinese women. And then the princess who was like captured is there and she's blonde. So that like gives it away. But in this mm. one, just four white girls. <laughs> yeah. And it was like, what okay. was your part in that show? I, I don't even remember what that show was about, first of all. I had like a big part in that show. I had, I was like the scientist, Professor Dante. Like I oh, was, okay. I like, I like disarmed a bomb. And okay. It, like, like I was like a freshman and I remember certain people were very mad at the part that I got. <laughs> oh. Certain people who remain nameless were mad that they did not get that part and got a smaller part instead of that. Okay. I think I'm picking up what you're putting down. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, I mean, if you have it, you have it. If you don't, you don't. <laughs> it's just that. Well, I had such a big part that year, and then next year I did not have as big of a part. But you yeah. made... You shot right up to now cosplaying an elderly woman. What can I say? I feel like I really embodied that role i, think I took too. on that role arsenic and old lace is like a three-hour play <laughs> it is incredibly long it's essentially oh. four characters yeah also <laughs> it's four, maybe five it's like four characters but then with like a couple little added extras in there yeah um plus like 12 cops who <laughs> are all senior girls. <laughs> Seated had such a bad um, history of just making all the extras cops. Yeah. <laughs> like, they'd come in at the very end. <laughs> I remember they had like 12 people kick down that door to apprehend these two elderly women. Yeah, like it's the SWAT team or something. I don't know. <laughs> they might as well have made it that because why would there be just 12 regular old police it's, officers? It was, like, it was like 12 beat cops, like all storming your home. <laughs> I can't tell you how alarming that is to a woman of my age. <laughs> to, have, to have 12 cops who, by the way, all look like 18-year-old girls <laughs> storming yeah. my home. I think my favorite part of that play was the love affair 
between Caleb and Kelly's characters. Yeah, me too. I am. Um, I just liked how my favorite part of it was that, like, it felt like he, for the cast, sort of just like put all the photos out there, just sort of threw them up and see where they saw where they landed. Like some, like the whole thing was just like so like random. Like it worked fine, but like it was just like it was weird how everything shook out. There was like really no rhyme or reason. Like I, I couldn't tell you his like logic behind the casting. Because like you always like, I mean, you always had like a at least featured role and everything, but like a lot of the times that was because you were such a great dancer. But in this one, literally elderly. <laughs> yeah, it was so random. I remember like looking at the cast list and just being like, wait, am I reading this right? That I, can't be right. You were really good though in that, I think, because you played like the little kooky one. Yeah, I I think, um, and thank you. I think in that play, Jackie and I had like a really good like yin and yang thing yeah. going on. She like had- we had very different old lady personalities that worked well together. I do not, I did not envy Jackie in that show. She would have like pages of dialogue. I know. (laughs) I, that's why I liked the role that I was in because I was like one of the leads, but like I had, I had like maybe half the lines that she had. Jackie would literally say like 10 sentences and then you would say one in response. But somehow you got all the punchlines. <laughs> <laughs> She'd get like this whole thing. You'd be like, and you'd be like, the wine's real good. It's <laughs> 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 like the weirdest thing. <laughs> that, that show is so odd. I know. We also were in two musicals together. We were. I'm ex- I, I feel like I don't have a lot of memories of the fall dramas, but the musicals, I'm ready to start. Okay. Dissecting. Um, so. Well, neither of us really had anything for a leader of the pack. No, but leader of the pack was such an interesting like musical because there were all these just very random songs what that is, she would pick random people to sing as what background. What a left field choice. <laughs> I know, and so you just get like an opportunity to like sing the song mm-hmm. out of nowhere, no matter what your part was. I was like, oh. Okay. Yeah. Also, during Leader of the Pack, there was one of the musicians in the orchestra. Oh, I forget what he played. I was in love with. Wait, I remember that. Like, you remember him or you remember me being in love with him? I remember you being in love with him. Oh, that's a little embarrassing. I remember us talking talking about it. Oh, okay. Same as um, the, the puppet guy from Kid Smart, which you definitely don't remember. No. I should have Kelly on just to talk about the puppet guy. Who was that one guy? Was it Clay or someone? And... Yeah. He was just around. He was just around? Was that the one that Connie was like unironically like in love with? (laughs) There was someone that she was in love with that he just like, first of all, just smelled bad. He was creepy. 
<laughs> like it was just the most random thing. And I remember her talking about it and I was like, I can't tell if you're serious. And I think she was. I know. I think, I think she it was wasn't quite. at first and I think it got too far. Yeah. Like to the point where it was like, now we're not joking. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, but I know I, I also said that I wanted to like I was in love with the um, guy who came in and taught um, Evan how to do the puppet and get smart because for some reason he was a puppet if you remember correctly yeah he was he was a puppet oh my gosh which is interesting but the, That's super interesting. The leader of the pack is such a strange, like, out of left field show to pick. It was honestly it, fun. It was so fun. Like, but what boggles my mind is that that was the year that we got back into the Kellys. Why would you pick that show to get back into the Kellys? Yeah. It's. I swear to God, I feel like she just like was always trying to prove a point of like, the Kellys don't like us. So whenever she entered people into the Kelly she picked shows that they knew they wouldn't like so she didn't have to like go against that yeah so she could just be like well of you course they of, didn't pick us because if you think of shows that like win Gene Kelly's it's like or like win like because she was mad that Kara didn't get a nomination which like if we're going just off of like vocals then like yeah she should have mm-hmm. but if you think about all the other shows like if it's her who just comes out to sing and then leaves, <laughs> or someone who literally got to play like Millie and Thoroughly Modern Millie, where they get to tap dance, belt, and be the on stage for two hours straight, yeah, they're gonna get the nomination because they like put more into it. They got they to did a lot kids. more, yeah. They not that Karen didn't have those skills, she just didn't get to showcase them all. It wasn't, yeah, yeah. I think we may have dropped out again, but also Into the Woods is notoriously bad for Kelly's. Because, is it? Because nearly everyone is counted as a lead. Mm. Like, Little Red is considered a lead. So, like... Are you considered a lead? I don't think... I don't, mm. I don't think the wolf is, because he's just one, has one song. But, like, all the, like... Like, Little Red, Jack, they're all considered leads. So, like... Mm -hmm. Red would sweep a category of like supporting, but she's never going to win lead because she doesn't do enough. <laughs> yeah. Doing the witch is also competing directly against her. Mm -hmm. but you and you were in Into Woods. You were the stepsister, right? Yeah, I forget which one I was, yeah, but matter. Yeah, that was a fun role. It was like low stress, but like it was still like something, yeah. you know. Um, before we get into Into the Woods, though, uh -huh. I just want to mention one thing about Leader of the Pack. Yes. My sprained ankle. <laughs> <laughs> so for the listeners, yeah, there was this one dance. It was like right at the beginning of the show. I, I don't even remember what the song was. But there uh -huh. was this trick that three of us couples had to do. And Wait, I was... Cool? I think it may have been Wait Till My Bobby Gets Home. Yes, it was. It was. And I was partnered with Mike Allen. I'm sorry, I name drop him, but I don't think he's going to be listening. <laughs> I don't think so either. And you had to like jump in their arms, like cradle position, and then they flip you going the opposite way. 
Well, to be frank, I think I was just a little too large for my gallon. Which, by the way, Carmen is how tall? 5'3". I'm the same size as him. You're just small. He's also just small. <laughs> yeah, but like, it wasn't like an unreasonable request. No, it wasn't unre- I don't think I'm an unreasonable person to lift. They put- but, Also, you help out. Yeah, I do help out a lot. And so, it was like two weeks, oh, a week or two before, before the show. Oh, it was two weeks before the show because it was right before the troubles competition. We were practicing it one day. I sprained my ankle. Like, I luckily only had to use my crutches for like a few days. Um, I think I was fine by the troubles competition, honestly. And, you know, it was all good and fine. And then Miss Val decides that I'm still going to do it in the show. Yeah. And I was just like, I guess that's all right, but I can't make any promises, you know, about this, if this is going to go well. Somehow it worked out perfectly fine every single show. So. I think like what happened was that like you were, he couldn't really get you over. So we like overcompensated. So we like tossed your ass over and then so you just came down so hard on the ground yeah he didn't get enough like there just wasn't enough height honestly i was just too low to the ground and so i'd barely be flipped the right way before there was just like ground yeah you know? like i just needed more height to have a nice smooth easy landing yeah it was a sharp turn that he was giving <laughs> it was a he was giving like a 90 degree angle to go at oh my god yeah but, yeah we i'm glad that you mentioned that because i almost forgot about it it was scarring so into the woods into the woods i'll talk about my part so, i know i was just about to ask because you had some interesting conversation with val about your part yeah okay so i was the wolf <laughs> um now my first my my mistake was that Val asked me if I wanted to do like full wolf or just go for like clothes and like ears stapled to a hat. Which I like, and I said, no, let's just do wolf. Mm -hmm. Because like, I thought the other thing would look stupid. Yeah. I thought having like two fuzzy ears attached to a hat and like a little painted on nose would look dumb, right? Yeah, why not go all all in? Why not go wolf? But then the costume that she bought was so strange because it was a full werewolf costume and we had to rip the rubber face out of it so we could get just a hood. Oh, okay. Then the hood obviously was not going to stay on my head because it was meant to have the mask with it. And I had to like jump at certain points, so it would just like slide back or slide over my face at times. Also, I did like a little prosthetic like nose. Like if uh, I were, I would literally just say like, no, just give me like a vest and like ears and a nose. I would rather I would, should have just gone with that. I could have looked cute, but yeah. instead of like, wolf. But also during our one of our first conversations after we, I learned the song. And I was running through it with Kara for the first time. 
And I remember after I did it the first time, Val said to me that I did it too pervy and too creepy. <laughs> Which I would like to add is the literal point of it. Yeah. The wolf is like the wolf is meant to be a little bit of a predator. I think like the whole point of him is that he's a predator. Like the whole it's like a cautionary tale about predators. But instead of having like just a person, it's like a literal wild. It's an animal predator, so it can kind of be like it can be work as both. But like yeah, all the talk when Red talks about like strangers, like it's kind of about that, and she's like, oh, and he seems so nice, like all that kind of stuff, all relates to that. But whatever. And then she was like, she was like, yeah, the last time we did this show, the kid was like chubby and like really like smiley. So it didn't like read like that. But when you do it, it's creepy. And I was like, okay, work. <laughs> um, and then also what pissed me off was that like in theater, I love parts where you or on and then you die or something and you never seen again until the like curtain until the end yeah that's what i want like the best role in theater is literally like fontine from like Miz because you come in the show's all about mm-hmm. you for like 15 minutes you get to sing one of the best songs in the show and then you're just gone and then you're gone and they, you until the end and you're like a ghost and then, and then... Like, and everyone like won't stop clapping for you because you had a good song and you didn't have yeah. time to ruin anything but like but then Val wanted me to be in the like group. He wanted you in the dances. Yeah. After I died. I was like, I literally got cut open. Which is like compliments to you. Like she felt like the dance couldn't be done without you. <laughs> yeah, apparently. So <laughs> why did I you just, know. Why did I just remember that um <laughs> that Claudia was <laughs> the grandma? Was the grandma? <laughs> <laughs> I loved her as the grandma. I know, that was fun. I don't know how I forgot about that. Her a the staging of her popping out of my stomach, truly, <laughs> truly um, theater at its finest. But like, so yeah, that was my experience as the wolf. Also learning a solo with that man was so scary. Like, Why? Well, like- I've never had to do that. He barely so do like anything, right? Like, he doesn't really tell you anything to do better or worse. He just sort of plays the piano. Mm-hmm. And then, like, it told me to be there for, like, a whole half hour. I think I was done in 10 minutes. Like, I just sang it, like, twice. And he was like, yeah, that's fine, because I knew it. Yeah. I knew the, how the song went. And so I just had to, like, get, like, one or two notes right. And then he just, like, let me go. <laughs> I'm... I'm I'm friends with him on Facebook now. I love that. I know. It was a joke, but then he friended me back. So I was like, okay. Mm-hmm. Doesn't he do real estate? Mm-hmm. He's just always posting like listings. I like, I like rip on my time doing theater so much, but now at this point, I'm like one step away from doing it again. <laughs> I know. I You and I, you were t- telling me about that before when we hammered. Yeah. Like, and Shenley. I'm just like two steps away from throwing my hat back in the ring. Except I don't, like, I got worse since then. No. I don't, I don't practice so. at all. So yeah, I don't but have... does your singing ever get worse? 
I have no, I don't think so. I don't have control over it anymore. I know. I feel like singing. Like before, like. I could be very wrong. I don't think singing gets worse. I think it just stops getting better. Yeah, I don't know. I feel like before, it's like tone meh, like just cl- like clarity of tone. Eh. But I think I had like decent technique because I took classes all the time. I don't think I have that anymore. Oh, uh, like I, think I see. I, like I think I would have to like really start practicing and be able to like sing things as they're supposed to be sung. So I would, maybe I go back to just plays, which would be something, I guess. I mean, I think that would be fun. Maybe I could be in a production of <laughs> Midsummer Night's Dream. As but long I, as it's not. But everyone's, but everyone's Italian this time. Oh. <laughs> Isn't that probably what the original was? You know, now that I think about it, yeah, I think it was. I think it might have been set in Italy. Because <laughs> so. I think Shakespeare was Italian. Maybe. Or was he British? That, now that I said that out loud, it doesn't sound right. Um, Shakespeare was Italian. <laughs> work, work. I, that was an, a total guess. Well, I was thinking like Romeo and Juliet. Like that's definitely set in Italy. Yeah. So, huh? I like okay. Don't, I like don't even know like any part of the plot of Summer Night's Dream. Like I, I, I wish I could tell you, but it's very strange. I could tell you like a little bit about it. I don't think we need to. <laughs> I think Midsummer Night's Dream might be set in Greece. I looked up it a, might be. I looked up a summary and like all the names are like very like it's like Theseus and like Hippolyta, which are like famous mythology things. But regardless, um, we've talked enough yeah. about our past. I think it's time to talk about um, the present. The or, now. The now. Um, you're a big Duquesne girl, big Duquesne girl, but not big for Duquesne. long. Not for long. Well, for a little longer. Yeah, tell Um, all our listeners about your major and stuff. So I'm in speech language pathology, um, which is like speech therapy. And it's a master's program here at Duquesne. And so right now I'm a senior, but the way that the program at Duquesne works is I'm like kind of in my first year of grad school hmm. because you basically like you can't be a practicing SLP if you don't have your master's degree so like you have to go to grad school so I get my bachelor's degree in May even though I'm starting grad school now and then I continue until August of 2023 which is when I will graduate, graduate with my master's degree. Work. Work. Um, so. Is there ever a time when you're like learning about it and you're like, damn, I've been saying that wrong? Because I feel like I say my S's worse than I used to. Some? Hmm. 
I, I had to go to speech therapy when I was little. Really? Yeah, I could not say THs. Mm. I, I did F sounds. F. Feffer. Weffer. Yeah. But. That's I, a common one. I used to love my speech therapist, though. We were besties. I can, I can definitely see it for you, though. Thanks. I actually. Yeah, I should, since you've been doing it for <laughs> almost four years now, but. I, um, so I have like clinic and I see some clients this semester, like it's part of the clinical education. Nice. And this evening I had, um, my last session this semester with my one client and I'm never having them again, which is a little <laughs> sad. Are they, did you get everything sounding right? Yeah, she, she's still wonderful. Oh, that's so sweet. <laughs> what was her yeah. what were her sound issues? Um I don't think I'm allowed to like talk oh, yeah, you're not to say about that. it. <laughs> I'm definitely not so. uh, work. Um, next time you're on the pod it's just you teaching me how to really say my S's. <laughs> Which would benefit um, all listeners as well. Yeah, to answer your question from before, though, I don't think that I... I've never had speech problems. Honestly. Um, Leo and Lena... Brag. What? <laughs> brag about it, then. I just always had perfect speech. I'm going to be honest. But Leo and Lena both had, like, really tough times with, like... <laughs> You know, the usual speech things like Leo on his TH sounds like, or his S sounds like couldn't keep the snake in the cage, you know? <laughs> <laughs> That's a technical term, obviously, <laughs> snake in the cage. <laughs> no, that's why I'm, I'm, I think that's like, um, I don't know, like that's something that like speech therapists, like, well, maybe not exactly that, but like, you know, using those kind of like descriptors with kids to like help them kind of conceptualize yeah. their sounds better. Cause like, how do you tell someone how to say that correct S sounds? Like it's a little hard. Yeah, besides saying it's, something like keep your tongue in it in your damn mouth. Yeah, especially with like a seven year old. So it's just like keep the snake in the cage. You gotta do what you gotta do. I remember whenever I went to speech therapy, like she had so many games, but like I always wanted to play like a couple of these games that I always saw, but they like were not for the issues that I was having. Mm. <laughs> like they'd be like games that were all about S sounds, but like I wanted to play them because they looked fun, but like that wasn't what I was there for at all. <laughs> yeah. But, but Leo and Lena both had a lot of speech issues. Neither of them could say like their L's or their R sounds. Which is like a really common thing. It's, which is you rough. Your names are Leo and Lena. Right. It's a little tough. Leo Reyna. <laughs> Leo Wilson. Come on. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, come on. Come on. And so, like, for a long time, like, I would kind of like help them with like you know you like speech homework. Like, I would do their speech homework with them and like help them with it. <laughs> And so I think that's kind of where my love for the field really took root. And my mom brought me to bring the kid to work day one day. 
And she was like, why don't you go with the speech teacher for a period? Like, see if you like that. You know, because she was always trying to expose us to like different yeah. types of jobs and like things you could do when you grow up. And like, that was it for me. Like I, I saw it and I was like, I love this. Like, this is so cool. And so, yeah. And here we are. Um, here we are. That's a good segue into the fact that, speaking of Leo and Lena, I really know your whole family. I know. And you really I, do. I've spent time with all of them at this point. Obviously, um, shout out to Lena. Um, Lena is my close friend. <laughs> she has not yet been on the pod, but she's maybe soon. She's nursing or something. I don't know. Something been, like that. <laughs> old people are like trying to bite her or something. <laughs> um, Remember when you came to the Penguins game with us instead of Leo? <laughs> no, Leo was there. Remember, that's the whole thing. Leah wasn't supposed to be there. But then his soccer oh, game And then we had to buy an extra ticket because we already invited you. You could have uninvited me, but your mom bought another ticket and then sat like a row behind us. <laughs> she was like a, a row behind us, like a section away. I remember at one point, I was like, I just feel so bad. And so I like went over and like sat with her for a little bit. But there were like no extra seats where she was sitting. No. So I like sat on her lap. <laughs> like me, like an 18 year old girl sitting on my mom's lap at a Penguins game. Yeah, but literally yeah. it was like, I think, I think Leo had a soccer game, but it got rained out. Yeah, because it was originally five tickets. That makes so much sense. And I was like, you really could have just not seen me. <laughs> like, I would have understood, like, oh, the game got rained out, so he's just going to go. But instead, your mom said, no, I'll just buy a ticket. Well, and also, are you a fan? A hockey fan? <laughs> Not especially. <laughs> yeah. Out of like all the sports, it's the one I'll probably watch the most. I don't know. It's it's at least climate controlled. Yeah. But like not enough to like warrant like it wasn't like it was like let's say like Graham, who like really likes hockey. <laughs> he like lives and breathes hockey. Like it wasn't like he was there and it was like oh we don't take away him seeing a hockey game like it was me it was you <laughs> well if it was like a production of little shop i would have gotten it <laughs> now don't uninvite me i'm going we did little shop my freshman year i know i'm so jealous i would want to do that so bad she wouldn't have given me any part at all but i would have liked being there i don't know i could have seen you as um What's his name? If I am, um, if it was whenever I was like a senior or something, I could have been the dentist. The dentist, yeah. I could have seen you as the dentist. I could, I can see me as that too. I really, that's what I'd want to do. I and I, I feel like you also have the acting skills to kind of like, like, because I think in comparison, like Seymour's acting is like doesn't compare to like the dentist like you have to be like dentist, insane to be the dentist the dentist has heavy lifting to do acting wise I he mean, does just, and i think you can handle it alone. <laughs> yeah i think i have the i think i have the right face for the dentist because sometimes i look very um dead behind the eyes and so i think that would work and also you're perfect to look crazy thank you yeah but if I was a freshman, I would have had braces, so I couldn't. I wouldn't have been able to. Just oh yeah. Off. So 
So it would have had to been like when I was like older. I was kind of hoping mm -hmm. that that she was gonna like redo it or something. Yeah, but it was so recent. I thought she so, redid, like, I mean, like she redid Godspell. <laughs> or no, really? she redid Jesus Christ Superstar, which was that, that was. They did Jesus Christ Superstar. I think it was. Leo's freshman year. So that was not that long ago. Like I was only like a couple years off, I think. Yeah. Before Little Shop could have made its way around again. But Little Shop is literally my favorite show. Like I would have loved so badly to be in it. The dentist is fully totally my dream part. Also, the dentist, amazing. He's there and then he dies. Yeah. And then you see and him then at the like, end. And you tell and he just says, Don't feed the plants. Like, that's what I want. Like, I don't want to be there the whole show at yeah. all. I want to, like, either make brief cameos every once in a while or, like, be there kind of heavily and then never again. <laughs> like, I don't... Like, being Seymour sucks. You have to be there all the time. The whole time. Like, I want a break. <laughs> then you have to kiss Audrey. Yeah. I remember that being the biggest thing because it was, like, Caitlin and Brendan Duffy. <laughs> And it was like, oh my god. Oh my god. Well, they won't they. <laughs> they did. They did. But, yeah. Um, oh, now you are a tamborist, since we have to talk on the... Uh, they are paying for your school. They are. So the tamborists are paying for my school. Um, partially. It's not like I get full scholarship. But... <sighs> Not full scholarship, yeah. it ain't bad. What? Not a full scholarship, but it ain't bad. It ain't bad. I mean, yeah, it's $10,000. So that's like a pretty. And all you have to do is play the flute and dance. Play a little flute dance. Did I tell you that I have a solo in the show? No. I have a, like a whole like dance feature solo that's so exciting yeah because we um have like an italian set which is so interesting <laughs> because i'll tell you our artistic director he he's the best I, I i honestly i love him he's great but he's so like well versed in like eastern european and like especially like balkan mm -hmm. cultures that sometimes like he'll try and like incorporate like new things and those things that he doesn't know as much about tend to come off a little cheesy so you're like making a pizza on stage basically i'm not so the way that the italian set opens it's like a 15 20 minute set it opens with the italian renaissance Okay. And there's like this, it's a musical number with um, my friend um, who she plays the mandolin and it's like a musical feature for her and there's violins and there's someone playing the cello, except they're all in white powder wigs. <laughs> <laughs> I wish I was kidding. I love that. 
And so after the Renaissance thing, there's this like opera number, a vocal piece, which is like pretty good for the fact that like the two singers are not at all trained in opera. And then after that is my ballet solo. Um, so yeah, there's that. It's, you know, short and sweet, but it's like, you know, it is what it is. It's Italian ballet, whatever. That's so exciting though. Congratulations. Thank you. I'll have to send you a video of it. Um, <laughs> Pirating. Yeah, my mom always takes pirated videos. <laughs> I, would you send, I would send you the most recent one, but in the middle of the number, the accordionist just went off script, started playing <laughs> something different. And I completely blanked. And so like the video looks fine-ish, but there's just definitely like a sense of confusion. <laughs> and you know that something's not quite right. Did you like get yelled at for that? No. Was no one, no one was mad that they just didn't play the right thing? It evidently wasn't noticeable. Oh, okay. For me, <laughs> I felt like I was actually dying on that stage. You know, like- you? Do they not like you? No, his, he just, I think was just like in his own, like he was in La La Land up there and like just wasn't paying attention. He was feeling- and, What? He was feeling very Italian. He was feeling Italian. And so like, I don't know, I had this moment up on stage where I just like, my body like <laughs> kind of like quit working and my mind went blank. Like it was no thoughts head empty <laughs> completely. And so I was just, you know, doing the first thing I could think of. And it was, oh my God, it was such a mess. Um, for the Tamboristans, are they all like, like, are they predominantly college age or is a lot of them just like, just adult, like professionals? No, all of us are college age, except one who he is technically in college, but he's 28 and he's from Serbia. That's fun for him. Yeah, he like came to America four or five years ago, he's been in college um, for the past couple years and- I, I, um, I wanna know how that man stumbled upon it. He really- He was in a, he was in a performing group, like a Serbian folklore group in Serbia. I like the idea that he wasn't and he just like landed <laughs> and said, you know what? Maybe I'll join a, a performance group first chance yeah he plays he plays the clarinet he is an absolute beast on the clarinet he is an absolute beast on the clarinet <laughs> what a, a guy hoot. what you said what a guy and i said hoot which is a <laughs> reference i didn't even Man, I'm so... Sometimes Bridget forgets that she sang that song. <laughs> <laughs> she, or she'll remember what a guy and she'll forget to do Ron Ron. <laughs> Never remembers to do Ron Ron. 
I want to rewatch the videos from the musicals because there's so much that I don't remember. I don't own them. You don't have any of them? Uh-uh. I think I have all four from my, like, my years. I would like to rewatch some of them. I love that. A critical analysis of it. We could do that over Christmas break. You should. Yeah, let's do it. Okay. We'll, we'll get all the gals together for it. Get the girlies together. <laughs> Watch party. Watch party. But yeah. I think we have reached our time or over it, but that's okay. It's not going to oh. be as long as Claudia and I. Yeah, how long was that one? Like two hours? <laughs> two hours. My gosh. There's a lot to unpack. Yeah. But this was so nice. It was like a little catch up and we made plans. I know. It's perfect. Yeah. So what about you? What's what's next for you? Um, what's next for me? Well, right now I'm just trying to focus on getting through the semester. Um, I have a I have an essay due Saturday that I have like, it's like five pages. I finished a page and I have like a ton of citations. So I'm like, I have a good start. And I have another one that's due the following week. And then after that, I pretty much am, like I'm very close to being done. Like our final day is mm -hmm. technically the 17th, but I'll be done like, I think probably like 13th. Oh, nice. Um, good. And then after that, I don't, I don't know, I guess keep just, doing what I'm doing. The plan is still law school, which is exciting. Um, writing major, all that fun stuff. Nothing mm -hmm. really crazy. Um, Justin and I are still good. Maybe, maybe I'll talk about it in next week's episode in more detail, but considering adopting guinea pigs, but we're not sure. Are you? We are, yeah. Oh. I just have my own like weird things with like very small animals that I have to make sure that I'm over mm. before we do it. Because in my mind, I absolutely want them. But like I thought that about the hamsters I had when I was a child too, and then I like never wanted to touch them. That's fair. Can I can I give you a suggestion? Yeah. Um, when you get if you decide to get the guinea pigs, mm -hmm. um, Bridget and I were talking about this because she just adopted a dog. Her family adopted a dog. How did, and how, did I, how did I not know this? Um, it was just like yesterday. Oh, okay. Um, yeah. Podcast exclusive. Podcast exclusive. Bridget, Bridget and her family adopted a dog. His name is Jake. Oh, that's cute. Yeah. So my suggestion is if you get guinea pigs, I think like in terms of naming them, you should give them like really like human names <laughs> you know like Jessica <laughs> like Jessica I was talking to Summer about this too because her and her now fiance another podcast exclusive Summer is engaged <laughs> okay. to be married they adopted a goat and she was like asking me about names for it and I was like I think you should name your goat Steven <laughs> <laughs> like it's just you and Steven you know I think it adds a lot of character and it really gives them a good personality we'll definitely consider it right now we're more in the realm of names that are food but we could definitely switch it up oh okay yeah that's all right at one point we were going to get this one specific one and we were going to name it yogurt 
unfortunately they do get adopted so i mean i hope they're happy but mm. yogurt was going to be fun maybe okay. maybe having maybe get to a name we're gonna have a little pepperoni and cheese moment i like the name pepperoni a lot <laughs> but i like that or we can name them like jim and jessica jim and jessica although the, wait we could yeah have, we could never male and a female one because i don't want babies um oh scott and doug jessica and judy <laughs> imagine having a guinea pig named judy <laughs> what imagine having a, gu a guinea pig named judy like that would be funny i know judy i think i think you would have to make judy's middle name dench <laughs> 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 yeah. Just in honor of the queen. <laughs> the amount of names that we've said this episode. <laughs> None of them are going to watch it, but just like, imagine if somehow one of them stumbled across it. I know. And said, huh, that's an old student. Let's listen to the latest episode. I know, Carmen. And it's just us saying, like, <laughs> every single person's name, sometimes first and last. But, no, I was saying like Judy Dench. Oh, Dame Judy Dench. Because I think. Yeah. I don't know. I'm thinking of a teacher from Seton, but I don't know which one. I'm thinking. Of, I'm thinking of Kathy. Cat. <laughs> okay, we'll leave it at Kathy since we've name dropped so many. Yes, Judy already. Dench. I will name it after Judy Dench for her performance in Cats. Mm-hmm. But. Thank you so much for coming on. This was so nice. Thank you. I love talking to you and catching up. catching up. And now that break's coming up, I will definitely see you soon. I'll make the trek out to your house. Please, please. <laughs> the the hour-long trek out to... Is it really an hour? No. <laughs> oh, okay. I think it's probably like 35 minutes or something. It's not that bad. Okay. Oh, but... good. All right. I'll definitely see you soon. Good luck so with on. finals and you. you know the end of the semester. And thank all of you for at home for listening to another episode of For Me. Um, I'm your host Griffin, and I'll see you next week. Bye.